I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hope everybody's paying attention today because we have a friend calling in from Los Angeles and her name is Marie Diamond and she talks about feng shui in your life. So welcome to the show, Marie. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much. And you pronounce it perfectly. Cool, cool. So talking about that, I, I talked to a buddy of yours or cohort of yours, Dr. Vital. He was in the, the secret, right? You were in the yes. secret? Yeah. And kind of, you know, when you talk about law of attraction, because I think people have things innately in them, it takes them down a certain road. When did you really dive into what you're doing today? Well, it actually all started for me when I was 15 years old. A long time ago. And I was run over by a truck and I had a near death experience. And when I was on the other side, I received a message that I had to return to enlighten more than 500 million people. That was the message I gave, was given. And when I returned, of course, I had no idea what that really meant. But I was already meditating. I was already aware of how my thoughts and feelings could attract things. Because I already had a spiritual mentor since I was seven. So I was very open as a child already. But then I asked my spiritual mentor, you know, what did I do wrong? Like I've been praying, I've been doing affirmations, I've been trying to be the best I can be in my mind, in my thoughts, with gratitude. And he said like, oh, you just have bad feng shui. Now, of course, I had no idea what that meant at that time. You know, living in a Catholic family, you know, in a small country, Belgium, there were no books in the library on feng shui. And so I started understanding because he gave me some pointers that it was all about environment, that your environment, not just people, but also your physical spaces where you live, sleep and work are actually affecting your how you feel, how your mind is, and also it affects your law of attraction. And I started doing some basic things, changing colors, changing rooms, different images. And I, my life started turning around in a good way from being very bullied at school to having a lot of friends, my first love, just feeling so much better as a human being. And so that's where my journey really started. Interesting. Now, was this something that's talked about in your family, you know, because it's a pretty Pretty young age to get involved in this the spirituality route when there's a lot of traditional models I'll say in the marketplace for religion and, and, and thought process. I mean, what would your family doing at the time? Well, you know, my family were traditional Catholic, but they were very open to like when they got like special dreams and they would listen to that. Now, also when I was young, very you know before I was born, actually, my father had a spiritual mentor who was a, a Catholic priest and he lived in Canada at that time and he told him that he would have another child but in Belgium that he would return just like a clairvoyant and he said this child that will come will be very clairvoyant will see energy and you need to listen when she says things 
happens to you. And so my family was like very aware of that. When I said things when I was a child, like I remember I was five and I saw my grandfather and my mom was very upset. And I said to her, you know, don't be upset. Tomorrow he's dead. I mean, and the next day he died from a heart attack. So things like small things like this was really interesting. And they listened to me. So when I told these things that I had been on the other side, you know, things I needed to do that I need to change, they always listened to me. So there was no resistance because because a Catholic priest had told them that I would have some gifts. And he also told very clearly, there are gifts from God that will be given to her. So they were kind of at ease, to be honest, with all of this. When you talk about Belgium, what is the bloodline in Belgium? What are the people? Is, there, is, that, is that Scandinavian? Is that tied to any of the Norse well, people? It is actually the center of Europe. So it's interesting. We have a lot of Scandinavian influence because the Norman came in, you know, there and invaded. But we got so much invasions. We got invasions from the French. We got invasions from the Spanish. We got invaded by, of course, the Germans in the two world wars. We never got invaded by the English. But I would say we are quite a mix of, of culture. And I think it's one of the reasons we are very good with languages. So most Belgians speak at least three languages. I speak four, but that's kind of natural. We have like a, a gift for that because we were in our DNA. We have connections with a lot of um, languages. Because, you know, when you talk about feng shui um in your environment you know i don't think the environment is addressed enough especially with with pocket narratives and things that are put out to the masses and things like that that kind of drive people down a certain road and they don't even realize what they're doing so when you talk about environment and so forth how does that look to you and how do you understand that because i don't think a lot of people really understand what environment really looks like for their life yeah well you know i think people intuitively have a feeling about it because you know, there are places where you love to be you know like in your home and there are places you will avoid or even you go to a restaurant and it feels like your favorite restaurant i'm sure the chef there is so good as in other restaurants but you just love the vibe there right so i think intuitively or or instinctively, we do really connect in with the environment, but we don't ever put like a finger on it, like why it is. So, you know, feng shui is an energy system from the Chinese culture. It's kind of, you can compare it with like acupuncture or tai chi or qigong. It's all about following the flow of energy, the flow of qi. And so what we do, for example, in acupuncture, they look where things are blocked and then they put like a needle or something, right, to get the flow going. Well, think about your home is like a bigger body and you, it's like feng shui is like acupuncture. Now we don't put needles out, but we're using colors, images, elements like water, fire, earth, wood, metal to put certain things around so that your environment is coming in harmony and feels at peace. Now from a manifestation perspective, when I started working with the law of attraction and why I ended up also in the secret was I was the only one talking how your environment was affecting subconsciously nonstop your mind and your feelings. And so it's possible you have set your goals, you have been praying, you have been doing affirmations, and you still don't reach what you really want to re receive in your life. And I always say like, it's possible your inner story is correct, but the outer story, the story in your environment, 
environment is perhaps telling a different story, a different energy. Like say you want romance, but everything around you is literally telling you are alone by hanging images of women or men alone. So even in your bedroom and you're like, oh, I have this beautiful romantic image of a woman alone. Well, that is not telling that you want to attract a partner. So subconsciously, everything around you is like, I almost call it in the secret we talk about vision boards. It's like, it's like a three dimensional vision board. Everything affects you. And we do feel it on a certain level. And that's why we sometimes start changing things around us or we like, you know, want to repaint or buy something new, but there is no system behind it. And so feng shui is really a system that is thousands of years old that was understood that there are principles and laws that we can work. So for me, it's getting access to a one third of the results of the law of attraction. And another third is like people, they have innate talents, for example, or they are born in a certain country with certain uh, family. That's like your destiny, right? And then there's another part that says from the law of attraction, yes, you can change your manifestation with a different mindset, with feeling differently about your life, having different perception, taking actions that are more focused towards your goals. And that's all is relevant. But what I've seen that is the missing link and that's what I talked about in the secret and what I've been teaching for the last 30 years is your environment is affecting you and is actually the easiest to change changing your mindset is not so easy but changing your desk around or hanging something different that is quite practical and easy so so how do you break that down how do you break down you know when do you know you should change something and 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 what does that mathematically look like well it is you know your destiny is considered one third of your results, your uh, thoughts and feelings and your actions is considered another third and your environment is also 33.3%. And that is a lot if you compare that. And so that's the area where most people haven't focused on. So if you have been doing prayers and meditation, taking action, really trying to have a discipline to improve your body, your mind, and you feel the results are not there, then I'm telling you, it would be good to look at your environment. And that's exactly what I experienced with, for example, people that are top authors in, in this field, like Jack Canfield, John Gray, the late Bob Proctor, also the producers from The Secret, they all called me when they felt they were stuck. And they were like, Marie, it's like everything I do is like, I feel like I'm hitting a ceiling, I'm hitting a wall. And I said, let's look at your environment. And the moment I make sure their environment was aligned with what their inner story is and their inner focus is, then it's like the door opens up and there's like a, a new wind because feng shui means wind and water. So it's like a new wind, a new water flow of money, of abundance, of good energy that comes in. So I would say your home can open the doors, but it can also block the doors to attract the success, the health, relationships, and inspiration that you want. So I've seen lately because I've been working for 30 years on this, that a lot of people that have done the secret, have used law of attraction manifestation, that they're like suddenly, oh, they have done a lot of inner work. They have done a lot of good actions. And then they add the environment and suddenly there's this flow of, of new gifts and new energies that's coming in. So now people seeing it really as the missing link, what I've been telling for a long time, but now I feel more and more people are open to it. Well, when I think about it, and you think about the non-conscious, which you said the non-conscious is one third, is one third. And what was the other one third? So it's actually the, what we call heavenly luck, that's your destiny, your karma. That is like, I would say 
your law of attraction at birth, you know, when what you came in with. Yeah. Then there's a one third that is what do you do as a human being? Like, what do you do with your talents? Possibly you can sing very well, but you never do something. And then one third is your environment. But we know that subconsciously, you know, as human beings, 95% of what we do is is subconscious. And it's about 5% that we do is conscious. But if you think about your environment, it's nonstop subconscious energy and information. All the time you open a door, your subconscious picks everything up. Even if perhaps consciously you only see a chair or you see a plant, but just subconscious picks everything up yeah well well the non-conscious is something that's not really talked about you know uh, that, that's kind of where science stops and it's basically what you're saying it's what's innately in you and i don't know i've been trying to crack the code on that because when science stops there uh and and then talking about what you said you know when they they take philosophy or intuitiveness out of the science play you know and really when you talk about if you break down that third of environment you have this innately innate thing in you whoever you are when you're born really that's the beginning in the setup yes because i you know what i mean because i've talked about that about you know i think all these people that have been in this this world for more than five years their subconscious is already programmed (laughs) but if you understood you know when these new kids or whoever come into the world right that's the beginning let's walk through that process you know let's structure an environment that that is going to talk to fit with what you're talking about yeah and this is very beautiful what you said that it's really set up at the beginning that's why when we look at feng shui we have a system that says there is a energetic setup when you're born and that's why people look up and they can do that for free on my mary diamond app they have to put in their birthday and their birth gender because that's your original design your energetic dna and so based on a calculation that is made on the app you will get an energy number but what you then get from it are four directions of the compass that will actually be the strongest for you to attract success and money uh, health and well-being relationships and wisdom and so when people then um, hold the compass and they will receive a very specialized compass that is that looks like this and so they stand in the center of the room that they want to work with so I would say go and for the areas that you spend the most time in, like a living room, family room, your workspace, your bedroom, right? This is like the, then you will have like activated 24 hours almost. Mm-hmm. And so you hold that space and you hold the compass on the app and you will have your success direction. So when you look at your success direction and if there, because that's your energetic DNA, it says there, there's good energy for you, right? It's like a portal that attracts, it's like an access to the subconscious quantum field that is literally the strongest for you. That is your access. And if you dare have clutter, if you have there the wrong images, or perhaps you have even nothing there, then you actually are telling no story. You're not giving any impulse. So from an acupuncture perspective, we would place there books on success, like my new book, Feng Shui Your Life, that's just available on Amazon and good bookstores. I put that there. I put my awards there. I put there, you know, things that I feel are like representing my success. 
Yeah. And then I look always in my relationship direction and my relationship direction, I put definitely an image of my family. Yeah. I put an mm-hmm. image of my team. I have students in 190 countries and more. So I put a globe there. I just like, I put like symbols that represent what I want. So even if I am not looking at these directions, I'm just coming into the room, my subconscious mind taps into that field right away and it starts manifesting it more easily because of that, my goals and my focus and my vision. Because most people don't think about their vision and their goals all the time, right? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes when we do a journal or we think about it once in a while, but think about if your home can, you know, remind you all the time, your space, what you want, what you desire. That is where the subconscious is repeating and reminding all the time, this is what she desires. Let, let's manifest that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is how we have worked out. And this is what we call personalized feng shui, but it is connected with your original design when you are born. Well, I have a theory about that because I, I've had some quantum physics and it's I'm sitting here thinking to myself and I think my podcast is like a, a scavenger hunt to crack crack these codes of humanity because I I, I created this thing because I'm I've been a partner with Meta for almost five years. Um, I've helped design departments for them and really I started to understand that human behavior and social media are a mirror of themselves. The only difference is the algorithm that whatever app it is, their is their business model that tries to balance based on their business model. That's what the algorithm does, tries to create balance based on their agenda. So when I started realizing that and started pushing, I wrote this book called Finding a Perfect Audience. I started pushing, 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 and I came up with this thing, Creation of Four. And I talked to different people around the world, talked to one guy, he's said, God, you know, in his Theoba prophecy, they talked about uh, God created the universe in four powers. And I knew the universe was in four parts. Mm-hmm. Then I went to, and this is something I, I talk about a lot. And, and I went to the planets. There's four terrestrial planets. There's four gas planets. The gas planets were supposed to represent the senses. And then creation being linear and tied to the body, right? Sun, the sun, the moon, and Pluto are the moving parts. The sun is the root chakra, Mercury, Venus. Earth is the heart chakra. Mars is the throat chakra. The moon is the third eye. And then Pluto is the crown chakra because it's on the edge of the universe. Then I had this other information come through, you know, kept going. If you linear linear, linear. So look at Earth, inner core, outer core, mantle, crust, east, west, four directions. There's four gases. You're made of four humors. There's four blood types and on and on and on. Four chambers in the heart, four parts of your brain. Your, you know, since I talk about the peanut, people don't realize that the, the penile gland is God's data center. That's kind of, you know, we've calcified it. So if you want more sensory, you need to uncalcify your penile gland. Yeah. So speaking to this creation of four and what you said. So when you think about that non-conscious book of Gates, you know, has a book about said there was four human beings. Uh, mm-hmm. There was Libyan, Nubian, um, uh, Egyptian and Asiatic were the four types, blood types, four humans. And that would speak to the going four different directions. Yeah. So it, and actually, if you're thinking about what you're saying, it almost cracks a code of there were four human beings to start humanity instead of two. Yeah. It's really interesting because in feng shui, we call that the four pillars of a harmonious life. 
Yeah. So a lot of people are they focusing just on money, then they will not be in harmony. They have to balance also the health and the relationship and their wisdom. And wisdom is like your inspiration, your connection with God, the, the way you educate yourself. So if these four are not in balance, then you cannot center yourself and be aligned with the universe. That is kind of what we say. And it's really interesting when you talk about the principle of four in feng shui you have that too and then we have four subsections where ultimately we come to eight and then eight multiplied by eight is considered 64 with again the 64 aspects of the dna and that is then based on the book the i ching with all the 64 hexagrams so there is it's very interesting is that we start with the principle of four and then we are building up on it yeah and and that's yeah, linear this, that process is linear too it is linear yes yeah. it is and so it's very interesting when you come up with that and it's like a lot of people are, want to be in harmony they want to be successful but they are out of balance like have a lot of celebrity clients and of course their success and money area is very strong and perhaps they have worked on their health but then they haven't worked on their relationships and they haven't worked on their inspiration and their alignment with God and so once they do that they center themselves and they can go to the next level so they can go to their it's like a dynamic spiral almost between the four areas yeah uh -huh. so if they are not in balance how can you evolve yeah, yeah. so evolve and connect in with the, the higher potential literally yeah well do you think we uh, we just cracked a, a universal code that the information is right there you know what i mean I, it is it, it it's always there and once i understood that and that was very interesting my grandmaster who passed on but he was a, a, a tycoon he was a billionaire and a functional master a grandmaster and he told me always make sure your four pillars are in place because otherwise you will never reach the success that you want even if you think i'm just focusing on success and money said you will not get to the next level and i've always honored that and you know from being a, a lawyer in belgium to become you know a, a worldwide transformational speaker and leader in my field i would say if i did not follow that rule of four i would not have gotten there hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We keep a lot of emotions bundled up inside in life, and sometimes we got to talk to people. I witnessed the benefits with my own two eyes. I have a close friend that was struggling with depression, 
and felt like she had no one she could consistently talk to because of her busy schedule. She was matched with a therapist through BetterHelp. After several months of sessions, I've seen a tremendous change in her personality and in her life. If you're needing therapy and and want to get some of those things off your chest, it's entirely online and designed to conveniently work around your schedule and empower you to be the best version of yourself. Just fill out a questionnaire and they will align you with the right therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unimpressed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash unimpressed. Interesting. Because, and I don't know, I mean, I have Native American on both sides of my family, and I've been going through this enlightenment for several years now and, you know, have energy coming out my hands. And when I get around people that have a lot of energy, more energy will come out of my hands. Like I can feel it when people, you know, because I can feel what people do. So it's very, very interesting that, you know, we can sit here and understand this information and it's out to the world. Why are we not resetting it? you know, rebirthing things the right way or or birthing things the right way. Because that that kind of speaks to the process I I did finding a perfect audience is everything now I think needs to be birthed properly or rebirthed properly. Or, you know, because there's no more narratives left. No, they are not. And it's really interesting when you talk about that, because like I just turned 60 this year and I've been in the field for 30 years in the self-help spiritual world. And I really woke up that morning. Um, on my 60th birthday and like go mainstream. That was like this information needs to go mainstream because it's narrative needs to be rebirthed. Like it's like it's thousands of years old, but it needs to be rebirthed. That is why I have an upcoming TV series on a major network in the coming months where I teach people. I literally go in. It's like a reality show in a way. Like I come in, tell what's going on and tell them what they have to change because I do believe that missing link and harmonizing this aspects of four in your home, the that area where it's so easy to change something, you don't need a discipline for it. But what will happen if they do that is that their mindset will start changing, their feelings and the heart will start changing, they'll open up to the higher chakras, and that ultimately will change and fulfill their real destiny, their real purpose they have in life. But too many people don't even know what their purpose is because they're not grounded, they're not in harmony with the earth frequencies. And so once they do that to their home, I've seen the shifts happening. The the It's like, I don't want to say magic, but it's a magical results that people say like, I'm stuck for so long and suddenly this and this start happening because they're creating this positive vortex yeah, um, mm-hmm. in their home. And it starts swirling up and like energetically, they can go finally to, to be who they really are. So I'm super excited and thank you for having me on your podcast because this is where I want people to understand they feel it already. They know something is off with their environment. And especially during the COVID time, people became more aware of it because they were both living, working and having their social life in their own space, sometimes a small space, and they did not know how to find an equilibrium. Yeah. So Uh when you have these four aspects in, in space and you find your balance, And then when you find your balance, you can grow, you can evolve into what you really are here meant to be. Yeah. I mean, I can take that even deeper 
you know, and I think, you know, the, the other thing is, is I go to Curacao uh, a lot and I, and I go in this year again, this will be my third year going and there's no predators around the ABC islands, the weather, there's no hurricanes. The weather's the same year round. And when I started looking and I said, all right, I always said you could find answers to anything in the foundation. So then when I started looking at the foundation, I think that area based on the limestone is the the densest part of the earth. Mm. Let's just say if that's true. I, I haven't verified that or whatever, but it's it's weird. There's no predators in the water. There's no predators on the islands. Uh, there's no hurricanes. It's the same year round. So okay. if, if that's the densest part in the world, that's a vibrational thing there because all that land was created by volcanoes underwater. There's an underflow from Antarctica right near the ABC islands because when you go off the island, it drops like straight okay. down. So if you reverse engineer that, and let's say that's the densest, densest place in the world and environment is vibrational, when you understand environment is vibrational, you could predict where diamonds are. You could predict where gold is based on the density from the densest part of the earth. But and the reason I speak to that is because to me, the, the foundation and the vibrations of that foundation creates the environment, which gives it a different look around the world. Because when you add the, the other four parts, the four elements, there's four elements to that. Think about that. And then you put that, because I said, the reason I explain this, if environment is vibrational and then you have the four elements and then you take the non-conscious and you take the non-conscious and this human being, there's four human beings and there's no emotions yet attached to that non-conscious. It's just the innate bloodline or whatever that is. It speaks to that being linear based on the environment. So if you look at cultures around the world that keep perpetuating an area, it may not be good for their culture, right? Because they're in the wrong place in the world. Does all that yeah, make sense? That makes sense. And so, you know, but I also believe that sometimes it's, you know, perhaps that's part of the plan, right? That to, to create this mix of flows all together, but in that moment of bringing all these different flows and different human aspects together, first there will be chaos. Yeah, that, that yeah. will be normal. Right. Because if you think about if you would be in, in the center of uh, or you're like in a um, tornado, right, like you have all these winds, you will feel very, you know, chaotic. It, it's it's disorder. But when you find in the center inside, you know, when you are in the tornado in the center, you literally are calm. You're peaceful. Yeah. So yeah. if you one day, I do believe that all these different flows and this mix that is happening will come to a moment of peace and harmony and will ultimately create perhaps, you know, a, a new way of living together, a new way of a, a new exponential vibration. And we are right now in the chaos of getting all these different flows together. And that's why I do believe at least having a space in your home where you are that is grounded, that is in balance, will help you when you go out in the world or you receive this information from all these different flows that are coming in to at least be able to handle it better or to sustain it better or to be okay with all these different informations. Because yeah. as you know, we're we just in the midst of that big change. And even in feng shui, we see, you know, there are cycles of 20 years and then there are bigger cycles of 180 years. And then there are even bigger cycles that they have found linear 
you know, how this evolution is happening. And we are now starting in 2024 a new 20-year cycle, and we call that the cycle of fire. Yeah. And so it starts literally the 4th of February 2024 for 20 years. And we came out of a cycle of eight. Now, eight is all about information and data. Everybody wants to gather as much data as possible. And once they have the data, they want to share that data. They want to share that information. Like everybody feels like a teacher. Everybody has an idea. They put it on all the social media, right? So it's just like, it is a sharing of ideas. Now, between 2020 and 2024, we are getting a clash between period eight and the period nine. And so the fire comes in. And when the fire comes in, it's like literally the first thing when we want with fires, we we want to be in silence. We want to be calm. And so that's literally happened in 2020. The fire came in and it's like suddenly that data, that huge information level dropped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody became silent. Like literally the world became silent. But now we, the closer we're getting to 2024, we are literally, and we're in it, right? In a few, few weeks, like literally what happens is that fire starts coming forward. And what is the element of fire is follow your passion. Yeah. It's also a, a time of, of new potential of, technology. It's all about finding also in all this whirlwind of information, like what matters to you, like what is Mm -hmm. important to you. And so it's something where we need to handle um, literally the fire in the world, like literally the heat. Yeah, the warmth that is there, the, the the warming up of the planet. What is you know kind of visible in some places uh, more and more. And so it's also is a time of invention, time of creativity. And so I do believe in the next twenty years we will find the solutions because we're coming in that time of fire that says things will be revealed. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a time of revelation. And so it's very interesting that Chinese have looked for ten thousands of years. They have calculated that linear unfolding yeah yeah and so i just want to share that perhaps that that gives more insight about the way well, you know what i mean i'm kind of getting excited because there's one more thing it's just very odd there's one more thing that i i thought of you know in, in going back to the thing when you talking about the non-conscious and taking that bloodline and putting them there with no emotion you could if you understand those vib- what i was saying too if you understand the vibrations and understand the environment and there's no emotion in that bloodline you could predict where those four different innate bloodlines would go so as you as you're talking about what you're saying there this rationale came to me and this is something i said too i said we always we feed off what we see you know we are a society of feeding off what we see so we continue to create opinions and controversy and I always talk about passion as well so maybe the evolution is since there's such a mix of the original types of bloodline it's it's really just finding thyself quit giving ourselves away finding ourselves sending ourselves which if you center yourself it's going to kind of be like creating a new environment with a new idea and a new direction that will eliminate opinions and controversy. So I've always said that, but then based on your rationale of passion and just thinking about how society is today, I think that may be the answer. It's all about the people, wherever they're at in the world, finding themselves, creating their new environment and their new direction for themselves. Yeah, I I agree because the the fire is also just, it, it needs first a passion, it needs the inner fire 
but the nine also stands for completion. And so it's ultimately to find your space in the universe. And it's not just any space, it's your enlightened space in the universe. Yeah. And so to complete your journey doesn't mean it's the end of the world. It just means it's the end of a cycle. And then in 2020, 2044, we're starting a new cycle. But there's like an ending of 180 years that started literally with the um, industrial revolution. And now we have a revolution of spirit because the nine stands also for the passion of your spirit. So it is actually in the next 20 years, if you don't follow the passion of your spirit, your purpose, your what you're here to bring into the world, then you will not make the growth, the, uh, the evolution that you should be. And I think if everyone human-wise could connect with what I'm really here for, what is that I'm here to make a difference in? Uh, what is my passion to bring to the world? Once people start going there, then that's actually where we will find ourselves and will find harmony and peace between the people that are coming from all these four types in the world, wherever yeah. they are. Well, and I want to get into the book before we get off here. But, you know, the, the other thing I was talking to uh, this tarot card reader in, in um, London, Carrie Ward, and I thought she was very good at what she does. And, you know, we're talking about, I had this other rationale about, you know, if you wanted to solve world problems, if each country found their own country, because if you look at that from an individual's perspective of how we're, we're looking for somebody to get to, we're looking to get this, we're looking to get this, and we're never thinking about ourselves, wonder, wonder if each country thought about themselves and focused on their country and quit worrying about everybody else. Even if you didn't have oil in your country, I'm sure you have other resources you could focus on to let your people survive. How much stronger would each country be if each country found themselves? Well, you know, that's that's a, <laughs> that's a way to look at things for sure. Yeah. I do believe there's also the other side. You know, I do believe yeah. we're getting into a new, even from these four elements of human D DNA and design, I do believe we come to one new, I would say, global aspect that we're also finding each other. And I do believe the mix of um, the countries, like I lived in seven countries, right? So the yeah. wisdom that I received from being in all these countries, I have clients and students in so many countries, just that perspective of traveling and connecting with people from all different backgrounds. I do believe that also made me a better human being and a more mm -hmm. compassionate human being, whatever people's background are. So perhaps there are some people that need to focus on their countries, but perhaps there are also other people like me that need to con be the connectors yeah? yeah, between the different countries and races and cultures and backgrounds. So I would not say it's just one way. I do believe mm -hmm. it's also at the same time the other way. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, well, nah, 100%. That's just me going deep on a process. But I think that too, what you just said too, is I've always said that everybody in the world has the same sensitivities and it speaks to your specialty. The only difference in that sensitivity is the environment. Based on that environment, that's where the stereotypes come from. But really, everybody has the same sensibilities and sensitivities. They do. and But they are most of the time not in connection with it, right? You yeah. are. I am. And I hope many of your listeners are. But it's just like, it's sometimes so difficult to connect in with that because of the nonstop streaming of data that is coming to you and that people are just following 
you know, other people instead of standing still, taking some time to listen. And you can only listen to what is inside of you when there's silence, when there's harmony around you. So that's why I've seen when people work with their environment and their home and they create a, I would say, almost like space, like to listen to what they are, to even the people in their own home, to listen to that. Because we can focus on your own country, but what about your own space, your own family? If you don't have created space, there to listen to each other because everything is chaotic and how can you listen to each other when there's clutter everywhere when there's like all the images are telling strange stories through your subconscious mind so if you could go there finding ourselves in our own space and create an enlightened home yeah so that we don't have to go to i don't know india or bali or finding yourself wherever people are traveling right now for it that you can find yourself where you live I do believe that. And then when you use the system for it, that you then like, you know, people come in my home and literally they don't want to leave because the energy is so beautiful. And they're like, oh, this is so peaceful. And there's space to listen. Yeah, there's space to to hear each other, right? There's space to hear what is inside of you. And so we don't need all the time to go to a church or a temple. I mean, these are great sacred spaces for it. But sometimes in our busy time, we can't go there all the time. And just, you know, there's space inside of your to do that. I think that will be a, a big change maker for the future. Yeah. Well, Marie, I could keep going and going with you. I think we're in sync somehow or another. It's like yeah. what you're, you're, you're giving me more intel, this kind of plugging into some of my thought processes. Um, but tell us a little bit about the book and, and, and what you're looking to achieve about the book. Yes. So the book is called Feng Shui Your Life. And um, it is a beginner's guide to use your home to attract the dream life or the life of your dreams. So, you know, when a lot of people, um, they I've spoke, been speaking all over the world to so many people. And, you know, there's a lot of um, books, perhaps on feng shui, but this is the first book where it's really talk about how feng shui and manifestation and law of attraction works together. So this is like my basic information, especially I will ask people then also to download my app and the, the information you need stays for free all the time. And so that people can literally practice practically start right away with looking at their space and looking like, okay, what are these four pillars? You know, what am I missing out on? I'm good in my health, but I'm not really good in my connection with God or the universe. Or, you know, what do I need to balance it out? And so um, it's a very practical book. So it's like every chapter brings you to a next step in a practical way, because I'm a very practical person with feng shui, but it is uh, based on the traditional Chinese feng shui information. I am a traditional classic feng shui master, but I brought it together with the law of attraction, with the quantum physics of the environment. And so my idea is, and this is also connected with my upcoming, you know, uh, TV series, that when people see me or they hear me, that they, you know, one book that they need, that is feng shui alive. With that itself you can do so much and i always say this is like what you know the vip people and the celebrities pay me thousands of dollars for i want people to have access first of all to a tool that is for free even if your budget is not that big right it's a free tool and it's a book that is reasonably priced i think it's like 
mostly $16 worldwide. And so, and then they have access to go to my podcast, you know, the Mari Diamond Show, or they can go to my YouTube channel or my TikTok or my Instagram, where there's a lot of information for free. You know, I, I do believe my celebrity clients pay me very well. So I want as much people worldwide to know for, you know, a simple amounts um, and even for free information that they can start to focus on that missing link of manifestation when they were hitting a ceiling, when they felt stuck. What can they do practically like in an hour? Literally, they can change things already around. And it's not that you need a big budget. Most people have things in the house. It can be a color that they have. It can be perhaps they have a book on success they can put somewhere. I mean, we have in the Western world a lot of of things already. And so it, this is not about putting your walls down or repainting everything. It's about literally the, using the things that you have already, but replacing them and perhaps changing your desk around or hang something different about your headboard. So just practical, easy steps to really tap into that missing link that we were just been talking about. Awesome. Well, you explain things very, very well. Sometimes mm -hmm. when I explain things, I make them a little more complicated, but you explain things very, very well. And I think people should get the book because it really is the beginning of life, really, when you think about the structure of that, uh, of what you're doing in, in the universe and, and, and where we're at with it. It needs to be out there more. So go find that book. And I, where can you find the book? Well, of course, you can find it on Amazon and in good bookstores worldwide. Nice. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, Marie. It's I think so we cracked John. a couple codes. <laughs> I, I hope so. And I learned so much from your side too. That's always wonderful to have this win-win experience of sharing knowledge. Thank you so much, John. And well, you for taught your me, yeah, you taught me a ton. It gave me so much insight in, in the past conversation, little time we spent together for the first time. You gave me a lot of information that really resonated with me because sometimes I'm questioning like, am I crazy or what's going on here? But, you know. You are so. not just awakened to more information than most people have. Cool. Well, this has been uh, Marie Diamond and I am John Edmonds Cosma, the CEO of Bang Productions. Thank you.